Hello and welcome to Finance, Energy and Beyond, brought to you by Stanbrook Consulting, a specialist recruitment consultancy for the finance and energy sectors. I'm your host Jack Hopper and in this episode I'm joined by Samira Chambus Youssef, Assistant Company Secretary at Diageo and also founder of the Black Governance Professionals Network. Samira tells us about her story of starting the network group and why it's so important. Hope you enjoy. Samira, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us. Uh, It'd be great to start with just a little bit about yourself. Tell us who you are and, and what you do. Thanks, Jack. Um, oh, God, I feel like I wear so many hats now. Um, <laughs> no particular order. Um, I'm a wife um, and I'm a mummy as well. Recently became a mum to a six month old. Um, I'm also um, an assistant governance professional at Diageo. Um, and then I'm also a founder of the Black Governance Professionals Network. Lots so. and lots of hats. <laughs> Add more, but leave it there. <laughs> and you're, you're currently on, on maternity leave, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Really appreciate you coming on and giving us a bit of your time to tell us about um, the stuff that you're doing. I think one of the main things that attracted me to having a conversation with you is some of the stuff that you're doing with the with the Black Governance uh, Network. So I'd really like to know a little bit more about what you're doing and why it started. Just tell us a little bit about about that story, really. Yeah. Um, so the Black Governance Professionals Network, we first launched in 2020 and we launched, well, it was always in the back of my mind, to be honest. Um, I started out in my career back in 2013, 2014. Um, and when I started out, it just felt like I was the only one all the time. I felt like in every space that I go to, I couldn't really articulate myself, put my voice across um, and just felt so lonely. I just thought to myself, oh, wow, this is, is this how other people are feeling as well? But obviously there was no one to talk to. There wasn't a network. Mm. Um, and at the time as well, so we still are governed by them, but the name has changed. It used to be called the ICSA, but we're okay. now we're governed by the CGI, which is the Chartered Governance Institute. Okay. Um, and there as well, I just felt like there wasn't room for someone who looks like me. Um, but I navigated it myself. Um did a um, graduate contract for a company called Equinity, from then moved on to Intertrust, then Aviva, and then now I'm at Diageo. But during that whole journey, it's always been in my mind that how are other people who look like me navigating this space? Because I feel like navigating the workplace as a woman of colour, it's, it's been quite difficult for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought, and giving back has always been really something that's been on my heart. But, you know, in life, things happen and you don't know when to start these networks or when to move in. I did mention it to um, my two co-founders, um, Dami Onotayo and Janique Benjamin. And it's something that they really took to. And they were like, Samira, if we really want to do this, let's go for it. Um, so back in 2020, off the back of George Floyd, yes. you know, want George Floyd to happen. But when it happened, I was like, this is the time to really mm. put our, you know, support black people, put our voices out there and amplify who we really are like our community our sense of building our sense of oneness um, Mm. as well so in 2020 we launched back in may or june if i'm not mistaken and then had our event in collaboration with our institute 
um, in December, which had over 300 people on there. We were so overwhelmed. <laughs> I couldn't believe <laughs> um, that we would have that many people. And then just off the network as well, I did notice that people were reaching out to me. I'm a mentor as well, and I just do this in my spare time. Um, and people reaching out to me. So I started something called the Coastal Achievers Forum. And that's just like, it was literally sort of like, eight of us where we just work in different companies and you know I could message somebody and say hey have you ever worked on have you ever appointed a, a director before what process did you use because sometimes you just don't want to I feel like as people of color sometimes you you just it, it can be nerve-wracking sometimes being in, in a group or in a team where you ask a question okay. and you're like it's mm. a dumb question you know I know people say it's not no question is dumb and things like that so it's just our little circle and it's grown to become about like 20 odd people. I'm not at work now, so I don't know if it's still happening, but <laughs> it's been really, really helpful where somebody in another organization has done a project on something and then they can share their experience with me, which I can now go armed into a meeting with my managers or management and then look mm. at same. Well, so I just felt like that space um, that came off the back of the Black, Black, Black Governance Professionals Network as well. So it's just okay. like it, that community, that sense mm. of building, of unity and just amplifies our voices as well and our achievements and things like that it's, it's, it's about having that so you've got that group of individuals that you feel comfortable with that you feel like you probably experience similar things within a work environment yeah and they would understand and that, that's yeah. the bit they, they, they understand where you're coming from and and why you may feel maybe nervous or may not feel listened to and yeah. you've got that small community there where you can bounce ideas off and, yeah. and and sort of support each other I suppose yeah definitely okay brilliant and and, and so you you launched you got 300 people which were interested in, and and turned up was it an in-person event or yeah no it was an online event online event yeah yeah it was a seminar yeah um, 300 people was, was a lot though yeah it was a lot and it was different people from all walks of life as well and some were career changes as well and um, some were way older than me and my co-founders as well and I think sometimes navigating that space can be quite hard as well mm. and then some were also from different African countries as well so we had people from like um, Ghana, Nigeria, Zimbabwe, we had some Indians on there as well wow. so you know, we obviously cannot cater for everybody um, and we are open to everybody. However, we are focusing mainly on black governance professionals and our voices yeah. being having a seat at the table. But and, of course, we can spread. And the idea behind this, is it just to have a, a support network of individuals who have experienced similar things? And just to educate me a little bit, because yeah. I've, I've not worked in governance before, but yeah. is there a underrepresentation of black individuals or, or maybe black women in particular um i wouldn't say there's an, an, an underrepresentation to be honest actually it's a good question because i think there's actually a lot of black people who do want to get into the space and i feel like also when i started out um which still is i feel like the governance space or the company secretarial space is still very niche it's a much much bigger now compared to when i started so people didn't know about it you went to uni and you want to become a lawyer mm -hmm. about that was where it ended you know you didn't think about becoming a company secretary and the title as well does not really help I remember when I told my dad I want to become a company secretary you can just imagine the look on his face after I sent you to uni for three years <laughs> um but we laugh about it now because he sees how far I've come um and he sees 
um, what I do. You know, you're not just secretary sitting at the desk doing something, which is not a bad thing to do. But I'm just saying that we, our role is more broadened, governance is more wide. Um, you go in today thinking it's going to be a cool day, and then you get pulled into a meeting which you have to minute liaise with your board of directors. You know, you know, release an announcement to the market. You know, things like that are things that we do. And of course, there might be some mundane things that we do, but it's all part of the job. Yeah. Um, so I think it's not an unrepresented space. A lot of people do want to get into it, but I feel like getting into it or having your foot in the door sometimes can be the issue. Um, so we, 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 it's a sense of community. Yes. Come together, share your experiences, but in the same breath, helping people come out of those experiences, um, workshops as well, like CV workshops, how to present yourself, how to minute effectively, um, any experiences that someone has done. So if someone has never run an AGM before or someone has used um, a product, so we a lot of what we do sometimes in our work, we use softwares. So we have like legal entity management softwares. We have insider softwares for insiders. Um, we have maybe for our AGMs, we people who want to vote online, people who want to vote in person. We use different softwares at these places. So maybe another company, someone at another company has used a particular yes. product email and just say hey Basola, have you used so and so before what do you think or does anyone recommend this particular legal entity management you know things like that it's just to share that knowledge and then mm. i go back to my management and say oh i do know somebody because networking is key i know somebody who's used this before and we can um sort of utilize or leverage on that or we can go into a meeting a bit more geared up with what we kind of know as well we're not just going in blindly and things like that I agree with you. It's uh, it your network is your net worth, right? It's uh, <laughs> it's super important, but also people that, like I say, like people that have maybe come from a similar background to you. It's it's just it's easier to have those conversations, right? Because people understand you a bit better. So, um, hats off to you and 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 your co-founders for for starting this network. And 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 what what's next? What's your have you got have you got any plans for like what's next? Yeah, um, so it's it's a good timing as well for this podcast to even come up as well. So obviously we did that in 2020 and COVID was still happening then, life was happening. I think a lot of people thought, you know, COVID was going to be like, you know, a couple of months and then we're back in the office and life mm -hmm. we didn't expect it to carry on. Um, so in 2021, we tried to really keep up. And I think, to be honest as well, if I'm honest, we were overwhelmed with the amount of people who actually signed up. We didn't even know where to start. Um, and life also happened for, every, for a lot of us. You know, we bought places. I got married. Um, I moved to London. I moved jobs. And just so many things happened. So that year of 2021 and a bit of 2022, we were a bit quiet. Um, on our LinkedIn page, but we actually are revitalizing, revitalizing the page. Um, and we've literally been like liaising with our uh, members on our network. Um, and the uptake is really good. And people are still really interested. We know there's really a niche as well. Mm -hmm. um, so we're just asking people, you know, if there's anything you want to see from us, there's anything that you want to collaborate with us on, this is the time. We're really back now. And we really want to make sure that we, because it's a network for our people, by our people and with our people. So we just want to make sure that we're doing what our people want and not just something that we're sitting behind the scenes and think, oh, I think you might need help with CV writing. No, whatever you want, let us know. You can do this by going on our LinkedIn page. If you just type in Black Governors Professionals Network, drop us an, a message. And yeah, we'll definitely be happy to collaborate as well with people who are 
maybe in more senior positions who can really steer the wheel um, and, you know, bring us on and really, like, put our voices um, and our, our faces on the map as well. Yeah, we'll be sure to uh, to tag you in, in, our, in our post as well. I think one thing you mentioned there is like having buy-in from really senior individuals within within some of the top organisations. I think ultimately what would be great is if there's anyone listening who is someone who's really senior that works in governance mm -hmm. uh, to reach out to you and, and see yeah. if, if they can help sort of mm -hmm maybe spread the word and, and get more people involved because i think yeah. the, the more people that can get involved then the better chance of you actually having a really big impact and, and helping as many people as possible yeah um yeah. I, I wanted to i wanted to ask you so like so how how can more people get involved and sort of provide support and and help implement changes for people within the governance network i think particularly people in senior positions could really help. We can start off first in our organizations as well. If you do notice that, you know, there's someone on your team who's of color, ethnic minority and stuff like that, so, you know, it's, it's something that I think growing up as well, being in, an, for me, I can see an African household, sometimes you don't want to talk back to your parents or you don't want to, um, you don't want to voice your opinion sometimes. It's just the I would say some households how we were brought up it's just not as black people that's just what we do sometimes you don't talk back so I think in the we carry that to the workplace and I can say that for myself as well I feel like it's only recently that I've started to really raise my voice or like really have my voice being heard so if you do find people like that do give them a space or allow them you know you can just say oh hey Samira um what's your thoughts on that or you know I would like you to present this or you know things like that to bring them out of that shell so that's yeah. how definitely um start those things um and i think with the network as well i i think collaboration is where we definitely do want to put ourselves as well so if there's somebody who you know representation matters seeing someone who looks like you in a position that you want to be at really really like can put someone's perspective and be like i want to be in this person's position and more um yeah. so if you are in a position you want to just share your your experiences your your voice or something we are definitely open we do want to raise especially voices of people who we might not even know ourselves or maybe you've been through it maybe many years ago probably mm. hard to having it now but um it would just be a great opportunity for people to see you one and connect with you and just you know be that sort of safety net i would say that they can just lean on um and have a sense of community and a sense of representation. Oh, I want to be like this person in the future. Yeah, that's brilliant. And we'll we'll do everything we can to to support you on that on that journey as well with with our with our contacts. And and and, and Samira, we've got a we've got a bit of a closing tradition on on the podcast. Uh, I'm going to ask you this question: Can you name someone within your Black Network who's really inspired you, and, and tell us why? Yeah, I saw that and I thought, hmm, there are so many, but I think this one I would give to uh, a very good friend of mine, Teniola Tijani. Um, she's an underwriter in insurance and she runs a network herself called The Ladies That Lunch, um, LTL. Um, and she inspires me, honestly, because it's where I want my network to be um, and more as well. But she holds like summer events, barbecue events, Christmas, like she's really taking it. And it's a safe space for women um, to come together, um, particularly in, in the insurance space, um, and just, you know, lean on one another, have one another to just vent to, but also learn from. Um, and it's just a network that is incredible, I think. Um, so shout out 
Telionati Jadi, and she is the founder of Ladies That Lunch. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing. And I think there's there's one thing I actually want to also do before we leave. Before we started this podcast, you made me aware that the clothes that you're wearing are made by your mother, right? Yes. Um, I think this is a great opportunity for us to maybe plug um, <laughs> plug your mum and, and, and what she's doing. Can you just tell me a little bit about that as well so our, oh. our listeners can, can know about that? Yeah. Oh. It's going to make me emotional because my mom is like literally my heart. Um, so my mom's a fashion designer. She specializes in African attires and wear. She does also Westing stuff and like alterations and things like that. She's Z fashions and fabrics. She's based in Chatham, Kent. And she is your one-stop shop for everything, clothes, haberdashery, you name it. And she made this lovely outfit for me, which is an, um, an African fabric we call Ankara. Um, and yeah, I thought it would be nice to present that on black history month and on this podcast as well so. yeah it's really lovely she does did she do courses and things as well so no she doesn't do courses okay. but she works with affiliates that do and there's another person as, as well based in kent who does the sewing group and that is naomi benjamin and she does those things where you can actually get the materials and sew your own stuff as well she's also based in strood rochester so another uh, but they and is your mum, uh, she on Instagram and things like this so people can, can see her? Yeah, she is. Z Fashions um, on Instagram. And you can see the outfits that she makes. She also has a website, Z Fashions and Fabrics. If you just type it in on Google, it will just show you exactly her location and the materials that she sells as well. The haberdashery, just so many things that she does as well. Brilliant. Well, thank you for sharing and thank you to your mother as well. <laughs> uh, really appreciate you coming on the podcast today and telling us about the network that you set up um we'll be fully behind you and and hope that we can support you in your journey and i just wish you all the best uh, thank you so much thank you